Snitch and tie. You know what, yeah? It's because I watch so much crime channel, yeah? And when you say this means being recorded, it just feels like interrogation. I know. It's like he's going to come clean now, isn't it? They never come clean at first. It's always a disjointed story. And then it's like, you know, I think people should just come clean immediately. You know? It saves a lot of time. There's no point in remixing your story and then eventually you tell the truth. It's like, just open up with the truth, innit? So we can all go home. I mean, you would do that if you didn't think, if you didn't see how many people get away with literally murder because they're in their Do you think people system. get away with murder, though? You think yeah. so? Yeah. All the time, man. The system's not great if we think about it. Like, oh, yeah, but I watch, think more people get convicted. When you watch crime shows, they give you the impression that like every single time they're pulling out the mass gas mass spectrometer to like look at one piece of evidence. But most of the time, Metropolitan Police, they just send you an email saying, yeah, we looked into it. Uh, we could have found yeah, it. Yeah, I, I mean, I know high pro- I know it's, it has to be a high-profile case. It has to be worth trying. Or, But more time, I, I hate when I watch crime channels and they don't solve the case or the person doesn't get the time. I hate I that, obviously. Deserve. I, it's like, that's just a... I hate but when they beat the system. But that's why those shows are made that way to give us that happy end. Well, not happy, but like that satisfaction of knowing that like justice was served. And blah, blah, blah. Oh yeah, hey, when they crowbar, you know, we have to give the Tampa Bay Police Department such great credit here because enough of their persistence. <laughs> you just like, really? <laughs> you know, that was the that was the prerequisite like, for them being on the show, <laughs> right? Like the nigga left fingerprints everywhere in the house. It wasn't like hard to find it was him. Do you know what I mean? Like. If not for their persistence, it became personal for this police department. Like, really, it shouldn't be personal because it's just it's just work. So it shouldn't be personal for you. Maybe that's why it took ten years to find the motherfucker because you made it personal. <laughs> you, you, ever, you ever see when they show the detective on the show and he starts bringing his personal life into why he solved the crime? You know, at mm. the time I was just going through my divorce, and so I said, <laughs> "There's no way something like this could happen on my watch." It's normally, it's normally when they say, you know, I have a little girl, you know, I have a daughter, I have a family, you know, it's like when they, when they drop those and you're like, listen, move on to the, what happened? I hate it when, I hate it when they bring the psychologist, you know, Mary thought this was her only chance at love. So she was willing to do anything for her man. And it's like, <laughs> where did they funny. get this guy? That, that was spot on. You know, it's today like, is it? You know the, the cheap, the cheap uh, crime shows where they don't get the experts. They have to get, they have to get someone. You see the like budget a, experts. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes it's like somebody who wrote a crime book one time. Sometimes crime novelist. They're like, yeah, crime novelist. You know, when I get into the mind of this kind of criminal, I just think. He must have been on drugs. What? Wait a minute. You did not do any research. Even, you have no even, evidence. Blah, blah, blah. Even He's when they summer. break down down the people they're talking about, you know, um, she was going to, she had her whole life ahead of her. And she would, it's like, yeah. okay, fair enough. But you can clearly see by the decision she made to run with a criminal, she wasn't thinking of, you know, working hard in life. That's, that was never her mindset. But you bring this idea like this man, brought this this dark side to her it's like nah fam she was i saw the transcript she was participating in this you know yeah uh, to be honest i don't think i've ever seen a show where they just make it seem like like these women just were just on crud it's always like that <laughs> oh, like, even 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 snapped even snapped yeah i think when um when becky realized that dan was gonna leave her she just snapped and it's like yeah that's 
that's what happens when someone says they're gonna leave. It's time to kill them. <laughs> <laughs> it's the way they do it. First of all, they go like on a hot summer's day, Becky went out and murdered <laughs> thirty-eight children. But for us to understand why she did this, we have to go back to senior prom. <laughs> I think the like, way they've what? linked it sometimes that that abandonment feeling when her father left her mother, she was not gonna have to go through that again. And it's like yes! that's not what happened. That's yes. not what happened. That's not what her mind was thinking. Of course not, man. I mean, obviously, and you get these budget experts. On, these budget budget experts. And you see them. You could tell that they just like they're just trying to hold. Maybe this is the leg up for the next. You know when you do the Channel Five talking head shows, you know. Top ten celebrities of the year, and you're there giving your comedy wit. I think Jay Z is like, bro, look down deep down inside your heart. You're thinking, why am I not a mock of the week, man? That's how those interviews seem to me. At first, I used to think to myself, these must be. Then I realized, oh, this is the crime channel. Their budget for an expert is non-existent. This is the co- yeah. this is the um, the public defendant. They go and find. Where's the public defendant that was um, on the case? <laughs> That probably the if he hasn't committed suicide by now, he could still be on the show, bro. <laughs> like it's just it's just funny. But then today on Twitter, on on Facebook, I just you know know my Facebook and someone posted something that a lady tweeted on 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 Twitter, and she wrote, "My daughter made a new friend that play at playground. I asked mm-hmm. her dad if we can plan a play date. He's like, okay, I'll give you I'll give you a number to my wife and you can ask her. Then she goes, I don't know why that was so, was weird to me." Aren't you a parent too? Men who have to ask their wives first bug me. And I was thinking, the reason why it bugs you is because you're trying to fuck the daddy. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you don't know why he's not on it. That's why it's bugging you. She's trying to put that play back in the day. You didn't want to play that. You wanted to play dick. That's what you was looking for. <laughs> nah, but when, when guys say that, they know what they're doing, man. They're covering their backs. Yo, you gone silent. I can't hear you. I think I think your mic is unplugged or something. I can't hear. Nah, man. I hear you. Okay, you're back now. It went out for some time. Yeah. I don't know. What the hell happened there? I don't know, bro. I was saying, um, you were trying to get some dick, but because you came across a good man who valued his family, who valued his wife, who saw you were the type of side chick that were gonna start posting on Instagram from the jump, so he just yes. said, "Yes, <laughs> not you. I'm fucking the yes. other mother. She quiet." <laughs> Yes. Like he's the man knew, yeah. This one will go and talk. Now I'm gonna give you the, the number to my wife because I don't want to deal with your ass. Furthermore, I, I hope that number didn't get passed up because that's the kind of woman you don't want in your family circle. Bro, do you, oh my goodness. Do you know how stressful that is? When do you know what it is, yeah? It's weird. It's weird why when, when women do stuff like that. Because they know that in their own situation, if their husband's like, oh let me check with her, she'll be like, Yeah, that's cool. But the fact that someone's doing it to you and he's not giving you that room or that space yeah. to be to, to be, be a whore. Wow, okay. You could put it that way, I guess. But that's what but she I wanted mean, to be, a whore. She thought the child thing was cool. Can, she said, can we say a play? He didn't say that. He was like, my daughter weren't really thrilled with your friendship, but clearly your daughter was excited by my daughter. So cool. Uh, he, didn't ask, he didn't ask for the play date. She did. Facts. Facts. She wanted the man. My daughter made a new friend today. So I asked the dad, can we organize a play date? First of all, I'm not organizing places. <coughs> we just random kids. My daughter, my daughter first. Man, I need to see your fa- her parents first. You, she didn't talk about her her husband. She didn't talk about her um, partner. So I, I'm assuming she's single. Mm. 
right? Yeah. You wanted to have a connection with the dad. That's why you were like, why are you asking your wife first? Because you know, once he puts it over to the wife, that's no access to the dad no more. Exactly. Exactly. Now you now you might now now the kids might actually have to meet up and play. You know, like, oh, <laughs> now, now they might have to have the play thing. <laughs> not to say it's about to say there and then or maybe I didn't make myself clear I'm not going to suck your dick I would have appreciated her more I would have respected that more than this self nonsense shit you took to Twitter looking for some people to and then you try to put men in this box of men who have to ask their wives first to every man listen I'm not even married but I know if you want a healthy relationship yo ask your wife first <laughs> 100% do you know what it is you, you know sleep it is. well at night bro Especially husbands, you don't want what you don't want unnecessary. There's already enough stress. You yes, don't want in, yes, extra stress. Unnecessary. So, you don't want but, but this is this is one thing I've noticed from the times when I've dealt with single women, even before I was married and so on. If you make things too clear and straight up, there's so, a lot of women who don't like it. Like they like a little bit of um, ambiguity. Ambig they want it to be unclear a bit. Like you can't just go up to them and say. <laughs> I want to buy you a meal so that at 9 p.m. I'm in your guts. They don't. They don't want to hear it like that. But they want to. Hear, they want like, is it gonna happen? Is it not gonna happen? That kind of thing. So even in this kind of like messing around situation where you're like, hey, the kids are playing. We just hanging out. We just grabbing a coffee in the kitchen. Ooh, what happened here? That I think is where the excitement is. I think it's in the we don't know what's going to happen. And I, when a guy goes, I'll talk to my wife about it. Then it's very clear what's not going to happen and what is going to happen and that clarity i think that clarity is a problem bro you know but here's this thing husband was in husband mode my kids like your daughter can we set a play date sure i'm about to go and hit the wife up if you said yo my kid likes your daughter but fuck that i'm i'm, I'm but i want to give you this booty for free then then if he said then let me ask my wife first then he'd be like right this, this is your <laughs> That was weird. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> that sh that's when that should bug you. The fact that he said, let me clear with my wife first shows you that this is a responsible parent. Facts. Facts. How the hell, what kind of parent is going to let another child play with their child and never tell the wife? Where is Mbumi? Oh, she's at um, Laura's house. Hello, ah, Laura. Oh, one girl, she went to school today. And why am I hearing this just now? Yeah, yeah, I'm <laughs> you know? right. But clearly, she's a single mother who's never had a partner who's had a plan for her. So she just thinks this is how. She's a this is not single parent. She, you met, a, you didn't meet a single parent, boo. You met, a, you met mm. a married man. You understand? Yeah. And, as, and, and this is this is this is the most response. I don't understand women sometimes. This is a man. This you ask this nigga, can my child play with your child? And he turned around and said, let me clear it with my partner who. Who gave birth to this child? I ain't just dashing out this kid to everybody. <laughs> Do you know what I'm I, bro, responsible I right now. And here's the thing she said a responsible man bugs me. Yo, when That's you put said. it like that, a responsible man makes me uncomfortable. Where are the irresponsible men out there who want to take me out? And so sometimes I say to women, you like Jatty Jatty. You like trash. They like it. It's you exciting. like Jatty Jatty. You it's like exciting. the fact you wanted that man to be um it's ridiculous. How they put it you wanted oh. that you wanted him to be that. But because he wasn't a square, he loved his wife. What kind of bitch ass nigga is this? Yeah, yeah. I think that I told you. I'm I think that, that, it. I think that part's exciting. I think that part makes it of like what's gonna happen. Of course. I, what I, she wanted to do then was come and back with a different tweet. Can you imagine? 
I met this married man today. I told him my daughter wants to play with him, that we should set a play date. He didn't even say, let me consult his wife. What kind of man is that? Yo, I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you, man. I, I've seen everything on this internet. I've seen everything on this internet, bro. They just say whatever. Like, yo, That's my why sister, when I hear these my, things, I don't listen. My sister was telling me that on Twitter, somebody said that if when you finish at the restaurant, if you ask them to like pack your food to go, it's it's like a sign of poverty. I'm like, what to like? It's smarter to waste the food. <laughs> I think, I, I think no, no. like to, to to pack the food you pay for that they're gonna throw away. By the way, when like, you say by the way, when you say can I pack my food to go? Let's be honest. Everybody goes to a restaurant for the ambience. Yeah. You, you're not there trying to eat, you're not there trying to eat to the point where you have to loosen the belt. Ah, but to your good care, that's that's not why you're here, bro. Of course. So if you want to take your food to go, and here's the thing, yeah, it might be a sign of poverty. My sister said this to me one day the other day. You know, in this life here, nobody's watching you, you know. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's it's like tax and concerts joke, but nobody cares. Like, nobody's watching you, you know? Yeah. You know, the worst part, the, the whole Russia could say, look at that poor guy taking his food home. They don't know me, though. They don't know where Facts. I'm going. They don't Facts. know if I'm putting up to the mat. They don't know if I own the restaurant. Facts. I told you, would it not blow your mind if he met the owner of Nike? He's like, yeah, I don't really wear Nikes. Yeah? Sorry? <laughs> Bro, have you seen a picture of Jordan? Jordan yeah. paying them boot. Them like he, he be wearing the yeah, Mary Jordan J. Said he didn't wanna, he, this is Jordan. I don't want Nike. I like Adidas. I don't want to endorse Nike. I want to endorse Adidas. That's what he wanted. But Adidas in the company. But the business people said they ain't offering. They ain't offering Michael Jordan money. <laughs> no, but I'm, I'm talking about Jordan, like grown Jordan, like with his own yeah. brand Jordan. Of course, and you, of course. You see him. He's in the flipping Mary J. Blige boots instead of his of own. Of course, because Jordans that everybody's tops, killing themselves for. Yeah, but comfort, comfort tops cool every single time. But his shoes are comfortable. No, no, I'm just saying, comfort always tops. When you're 40, you might not want to wear Ed. When you're 60, you might not want to wear Ed Jordans no more. There might be that granddad 60 comfort slippers they got going on in the, in the market. That's what you're going to rock with, player. Bro, you ain't wearing skinny jeans at 60. Mm -mm, not every weekend. Nah, man. Of course, of course. You went, you went bro, I, from 60 onwards, I'm wearing native. <laughs> The game game at 60, I'm wearing native. I want to be that uncle. Bruh, sometimes I just want to wear like the full long Kandura that these men be wearing honestly, out here. Honestly. They look so free, bro. <laughs> Not swinging in anything, player. Bro, swinging. <laughs> swinging. Give me that freedom, rude boy. You know? Yeah, man. Them yeah, Arabs have it the best. It's a, I'm going to rock this. You know when you open up the Arab wardrobe? <laughs> I'm going to go with the tape. <laughs> They're rubbing their hands. Oh, hey, maybe I'm gonna go with the white one. Ooh, ooh, ooh. ooh. I might go white on white today. Mm, they ready for that? <laughs> you know, you know, like all you have to do to the wardrobe is just bring the shoes. All right, let's <coughs> go with everything, <laughs> bro. I swear, and they be looking clean with it too as well. It's levels yeah. to it. When I was in Dubai. And them, 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 them brothers with the, you know, with the thing. Brother, this is me. I put me one of these little rogue things. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, but I got, I've, I've got like two of them already, bro. What do you them mean? Them and have bread as well. You know, they have money, right? So of course. Don't let the rope fool you, bro. Don't let the rope fool you. No, of course, bro. And even even the ladies, when they wear their abaya and everything's black and everything's kind of the same sort of cut, it's all loose. Bro, check the handbag. Check the jewelry. Check the shoes, bro. Yeah. They'll still drop peas on the shoes. 
I don't really see the native women when I'm out there, though. They're never really about, about, you know? Although, you know yeah, they're, they're, not, they're not supposed to be about, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right, they're not right. supposed to be about, about. They're supposed to be in the club? <laughs> for, me, for me, the VIP, like, where's all the Arab women? Why aren't they here? Where are the ninjas at? Where they at? Bruh, if you go to the restaurants, that's where they be at, bro. In the evening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and like, yeah, the, the, if you go to the mall, you go to Gucci and stuff. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Wow. It's mad because I'm looking out my window. I see, I see a couple right now. Dolly looking fresh in his white. His I told you when I came out of the hotel in Qatar, I came out. The Grand Hyatt was just amazing. I come Ooh, out of one of the doors. Hotel? Oh, no, it's next level. I come out one of the doors and I see the whole crew just there having maybe breakfast or shisha. Bro, I, even I felt lost. <laughs> they all looked at me like, nigga, you lost? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you said they're having breakfast or shisha? It's one of them ones. You know, they all come... Here's the thing. They didn't have breakfast where everybody else in the hotel had breakfast. Okay, okay. They, they had their own section. You know okay. what I mean? And, yeah. and you know, they, 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 one can say they're antisocial, but you, I like you that. You didn't think breakfast had VIP, did you? Bro. <laughs> they, they, they're sipping the juice like... Bro, bro. Two they just didn't over look here. like they didn't look like they lived the way you wanted to live or whatever, you know. Mm. I always think it's a slippery slope when the Western world talk about their treatment of women in in those areas. Whereas I do think maybe there are, there probably are backward practices and whatnot, but their nation is run according to their uh, world. Does that make any sense? Of course, and it works. It works for them. It's not for you to now say. You know, I'm, I'm not going to walk out and like, excuse me, ladies, did you know you can take that off? It's really hot out here. It's like, bro. Bro, bro. Here, in, here in the UAE, there's, there's, there's something I've learned very clearly about, at least the UAE, because not all of the Arab states are exactly the same. At least with the UAE, they're about empowering women here. They don't, they don't, they, they don't play around with it. They support their women. They uplift their women. They celebrate their women. When you get to the government offices and there's a long queue for men, all the women get to go into their own queue and get served first. It's not going right. to be a situation in which women are carrying anything heavy on the streets or right, women are right, being right, overworked right, or blah, blah, blah. Right, 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 but, right. but they recognise who the leaders are. There's no doubt about it. There's no feminist movement out here. The men are in charge. <laughs> the men are in charge, but the mm. women are uplifted. It's very clear. And so mm. therefore, it's like, <clears throat> what are you fighting about? Mm. Are you fighting because he's taking you shopping? Or mm. are you are you fighting because they're giving you like a, a, a queue jump and making sure that you're well looked after? Like, what's right. your problem right now? After a while, you relax, man. After a while, you yeah. chill out. I mean, the truth is, um, I saw a post the other day. This girl posted, "If women can't, if men can't handle women in skirts, who let them lead countries?" This is me, but women, countries are not the same as women, though. People just say anything these days. What's that? What does that even mean? This is me, but countries are not the same as women. Countries don't talk back, and but women are annoying. <laughs> she, she didn't know what to say. She didn't know what to say. Cause I was like, I was like, when you post something like that, it's so easily dismissed, and then men get that forth. This is why you don't run the country because you ask stupid questions like this. Yeah. If men can't handle women in skirts. Who told you men can't handle women in skirts? It's not that we can't handle women in skirts. It's just women in skirts look good. Yo, do you, do you, I don't think women understand. Men came together and made rules to stop themselves from perving on the women. They were like, hey, like, don't show everything because we don't know us. Your, your yeah, yeah. 
We know ourselves. We're going to be staring at that ass. And the women are like, no, I want to put my ass out. The moment they put their ass out and you look and then it's like, ah, don't look at my ass. Then but, it's like, you don't it. look. And then it's like, how come nobody yeah, why are you looking? Oh, 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 when you ask your wife for, uh, you know, to, to make sure everything's cool, it's like, why are you asking your wife though, you bitch ass? Yeah, exactly, so sick. And Ola, yeah, it's, it's so equivalent to the, when she posted, I just thought to myself, you don't, you don't, you're not a free thinker. You don't think, mm. you just follow, you just, because it triggers that, that, um, that in, in, inadequacy you're feeling, that mm. makes you validate it. Because mm. you think running the world is actually a gender thing. See what mm. I'm saying? And another thing is, he said, who let them run countries? Huh? First of all, it's the equivalent. So they assume, so what? So who should run countries? Women, because they can't, they don't panic when they see other women in skirts. Is that is that your rhetoric? Another thing is this, I could easily post a video of women after all the crime channel I've been watching. I'm like, thank God women don't rule the world because they, they do stupid shit over a nigga who said to them, I'm gonna give you the world. We'll be, get, we'll be going to wars over a, a girl looked at my man wrong. Because I've seen women shoot for that reason. But I'm not stupid to think, well, if women can't handle their emotions in a relationship, how can they handle a company? Yo, and this is why sometimes what you said about thinking is so important. I think um, critical thinking is such an oh. underrated skill right now. And, and I think we kind of, sometimes, yeah, if you have conversations, like you do podcasts a lot, right? So... We have conversations where we, we wrestle with ideas a lot. We debate stuff out and so on. And so you just kind of assume that most people are doing this level of like <laughs> showing over ideas. Tweets. <laughs> Yo. Just reading tweets. Yeah, you're so true. You... you just assume people are having the same convos at home. It's like, no, nah, this is just reading tweets. Another thing I love is we lend critical thinking and intelligence to people who have suits or went to Oxford. Mm. So we just assume... So the average woman on, 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 the average person or man or woman on Twitter, we know that guy that who appears woke, just dropping deep quotes. You just assume that guy is deep because you haven't taken the time to just think and speak for yourself. Mm. How many times have you said something you're like, God damn, bar. Or if I say something, you're like, bro, that's a bar. Yeah. Because we have that ability to say bars. Like when yeah, I said, I... make sure he's into you before he's into you. I don't have to be Professor Green knowledge of third to just have that feeling and thoughts. And the, the, the maddest thing is when everybody's saying bars and you realise he ain't said nothing. Like, that was not nothing a bar. Yet. There was nothing there. He, he's it's just a... told you what you don't want to think for yourself. That's why when that guy, what's his name? The one that cheated on his wife but was selling books. What's his name? Derek Jackson. Jackson. Derek Jackson. The moment we saw two clips from that nigga, we were like, yeah. <laughs> The yeah, old put you. men down to get some pussy. I feel you, play. Get your dogs. <laughs> get your, hey, make sure you share some of that pussy my way, though. <laughs> Bro, you know? You, you know Derek Jackson. Like, when, when he was coming up, you know his guys around him must have been like, hey, bro, just... Just show me the footage afterwards, bro. If you need to do what you need yeah. to do, go get it. Show me the footage. Hey, bring me in and I won't say shit. Bro, it was it, it was because so the truth blatant. is this year, so there's blatant. no way that you're putting all that messenger, your core fan base was women. You're going to slip. <sighs> going to slip. The you're guy was slip. The guy was a, a, a savage. He, he had multiple women on the go. He was he was moving. Yeah, I think I was I talking to her. <laughs> guys were saying it from the beginning, but like you can smell when a dude is about that. Like he's not—he's not just staying in the gym and shooting all these v- 
videos in the muscle top for no reason. Like, you want that attention. So he was out there. Well, <laughs> I was, um, <clears throat> I was talking to a friend yesterday and, you know, she was talking to, she was like, I, I don't know what people want. I don't know. That's why I just, I don't, I don't, I don't follow these social medias. She was like, Mo's with a white girl. I was like, yeah, he's always been with that white girl. And she's like, it's just a shame that when they get to that level, this is me, sorry, let me just interject again. He's always, always. been, <laughs> always been that <laughs> with that white girl. Prior to any level, yeah, I just thought he was one of the good ones. This is me. So because he's a white, he's with a white girl, he's not good anymore. And every time I kept on repeating, you could see that she understood what I was saying. But because she's grown up in a world where they just assume if you're a black man, you have to love a black woman. He couldn't witness it. Yeah, it's just sad though. This is me. Why? Do you know what it is though? Sad. What it is is that she's sad about it, right? She's sad. That's how she feels. But in terms of like a justification for being sad, women need narratives. They need a a, like a description (laughs) or someone to put put it into words for them so that you can attach your feeling to something that everybody else is sharing right so if i feel if every time i go into um every time i go outside i feel hot and then somebody says yo outside be mad hot these days people then it's like what i'm feeling connects with what you're saying so now Mm. i'm gonna take on whether it's hot or not outside the fact you said it'd be hot outside and you felt hot that time you just be like yeah it really be hot outside now you don't even check the weather no more. You don't check for <laughs> changes. You don't check for seasons. Nothing. <coughs> Sorry. You just mm. you just you just start repeating. It's it'd be hot outside, and that's exactly what we get with all these conversations. That's why I said that thinking thing that you said was so powerful, it, because every day people get online and say mostly negative things. Yes. Whenever women have that negative emotion, they attach it to these narratives. It's, it's, and it's, it's there. It's there. there. It's there. And so no, it's there when you need you it. Them, even if you showed them the absolute opposite. 200 men, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. They'll still, they'll still go, yeah, but black men are in jail, though. Yeah, black, yeah. Black, <laughs> black, black men are, are down low. Black men yeah, but black men more, though, innit? But, but black men more, though, innit? I'm like, yeah. no. Like, my friend did that to me yesterday. They bring, out, they bring out statistics that show that black men are the most involved fathers of all racial groups. And yet, no. still, every no, Father's no. Day... Yeah but, they, be... yeah, but he cheated on me, though. Huh? Yeah, but okay, that's that's fine. I understand that you're going through it, but um, what I'm trying to say here is, and, and here's the thing. But like you said, it's their propensity to attach everything to negativity. Negative yeah. is good, positive is not. People like negativity because it reinforces that thing where I'm fighting something, and you're fighting nothing because talk is the mm. cheapest commodity, and that's why Twitter is so um so so easy because they've mm. managed to find a way to allow everybody to use the cheapest action available on their platform while they plow you with advertisers and just make money from it. Well, yeah, to be, my, 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 um, my a friend of mine, she asked me, who are our prominent thinkers in today's society? Who are our prominent thinkers? And when we started going through it, it was really like, ah, man, we're really struggling for people who actually take time to think and, and chew through ideas as a as a thing that they do, right? Usually now there are comedians and our rappers that you know people will then start say, "Oh, like our philosophers now are like Dave Chappelle, uh, maybe Kendrick or whatever." But in terms of somebody whose job it is to be a thinker and to write about it and to chew ideas and so on, we don't get that. 
what we do have though, what I was saying to her is, I feel like we 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 traded in thinking for activism, because someone told us that you need to be active, you need to be doing something to change the world. But the difference between the two is, activism starts with the fundamental. It starts with the fundamental belief that to solve problems, you need to solve the world around you, and then you'll be okay. Whereas thinking usually gets you to start solving what's going on within you, and then from there on out, you can then start to affect change around the world. And I think most though, people today like the idea that if I can go and picket, or I can go and protest, or I can go and boycott, the world will be a better place. But if you tell them, right. you need to stop cheating on your girl, or you need to stop um, looking for sugar daddies, then it's like, whoa, 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 why are you judging me? That, that dissonance, I think, is the big thing here. People want to be active. But the thing is, though, the thing is, though, first of all, <coughs> The idea of being an activist is, is, is stupid because most people don't act, they just talk. Number two, um, this idea that the world's going to be a better place, again, a false narrative. It's just easy to make people believe that so you keep chasing dust. It's like telling you Rihanna's a billionaire so you can chase dust. Do you know, you know, you know, yeah, a billion, no one has a billion in their account because it's just figures. There's no, like, there's no real attack. So you see, here's the thing here. This is why when people say, I lost 60 million, they jump off a roof. Because the figures have gone. It's, just see a, a, a note on the computer and 60. That, I don't even have the money. <laughs> and I've lost it. You understand? That's not, it's not like, you know, oh, they withdrew 60 million from my 240 million savings. You understand? 60 million of what you didn't even have has gone. Right? So you're thinking, how am I going to survive this life? But... The thing is that everybody wants, the truth is everybody wants to be rich. That's all we want in this life. We just want money. Nobody cares about the next man because I will step on your neck if my children have to feed, have to eat. And that's what they've taught us. If I have to be successful, if we have to be successful, I don't care if your kids have to starve. That's why we can sign football players for hundred million pounds and justify it. And that's why they can charge you to come and see these people play 35 pounds a week. Cause like, I don't care. I stumbled on the good business model. You didn't. I'm going to pay everybody minimum wage so I can be successful. Then I'm going to say shit like, we should change the world. You don't give a shit about the world. Nobody does. We just care about our world, our existence. This whole idea that we're going to love our fellow man, fuck your fellow man. That's the message. Fuck him and his children. That's what we spew out every single day. Every day we tell ourselves you're never going to be successful. These people are, though, and dream about them. You just said our thinkers are fucking comedians. People who are earning 60 million off of a Netflix deal. I saw Cat Williams special the other day, and I said to myself, I need to get to this level, man, where I don't give a shit about comedy, and people still come and see me. Can you hear me? Oh, shit, I can't hear you. This thing is <coughs> Sorry, I was on the phone. <laughs> Thing of me. I'm, doing the, I'm doing my mind look for King's speech. Niggas like, hey, tell me, yeah, tell me, yeah. <laughs> no, my point is, no, I heard you the whole time. Is, and I, and I agree my with point you. is, Ola, yeah, the message that was supposed to, that we thought was supposed to follow, as you get older, you realize I was eat, I was drinking the Kool Aid all this time. Facts. Big because facts. the truth is, the way the way the system is set up, there's no way we can all have these dreams we're supposedly supposed to have. Well, this is this is it, and this is uh, you know some one of those things that's really had to I've really had to spend a lot of time chewing over. Like when you think about what 
living a good life looks to you looks like to you or what what is it that you really enjoy i think for a lot of us we don't actually know what we enjoy But I tell you one thing, we have people constantly showing us what enjoyment looks like and they attach a price tag to it, right? So here's, here's an example, right? You know, when you, when, you know, some woman jumps up and says, oh, you know, my guy's got to earn six figures. Six figures would mean nothing if they lived in Zimbabwe and those were in Zimbabwean dollars, right? So is, there must be something that that six figures means to her. It probably means that you can afford to go on holiday or you can brag or you know that your man's in the top 10% or whatever it is that, that that means to you. But let's say, for example, I gave you um, a guy making, uh, you know, 10K, but you had a nice house and all and, and enough food for the rest of your life right and you had an, uh, and a decent car would you necessarily be any worse than somebody who was in 100k but was constantly in debt trying to chase the next thing would you would you would you be any worse off or would you be better off we don't know because people don't actually know what they like if you know if you give somebody an iphone if you give somebody let's say a nokia phone in back when we all wanted the 3310 that's an amazing thing. But if you know that the iPhone exists, all of a sudden now you feel like, what's this? Like, there's iPhone, well, iPhones exist. So, it's, it's, so no one's ever supposed to be happy. Everyone, everyone's supposed to consistently feel like they don't have enough. Because even if you say to the girls right now, if you say to the women, who like, you want a guy who has this much money, blah, blah, blah. All right, cool. What if he has that much money, but inflation goes up? And so now that money doesn't buy as much. Now you need a guy who makes even more, right? Or what if you get that you get a guy who makes 100k and all your friends end up with millionaires? Will you still be happy? Or no, you won't. So it's constantly shifting. It's constantly changing. And it's, it and it's a, until you decide that this is what's going to make me happy. I'm satisfied in in God, my family, sunny walks outside, blah blah blah. That's when you can finally get to a point where you well, can I stop. Well, I mean, Tupac. Tupac called his, you know, career success. Success. He didn't call it success. He said it's success. It made him sick. Ah. He was tired of it. He just didn't like it. He just didn't like it. He didn't like being the superstar. He just didn't like it. That's the title of today's episode. It's not fun. It's not fun. People following you around. People want everything from you. You get short. You're paying everyone's bills. He couldn't enjoy himself. Mm. This is one of the guys. He said, "People forget when you make your album and sell seven million copies. Yeah, they say that to everybody, but you don't start to recoup your money till a year afterwards. By the time the invoices have come in, guess how much you spent? <laughs> you spent everything. And so yeah. when you look back, you're like, what have I actually done? You know." And so when everybody is fantasizing about the soft life and, you know, you wake up and a butler's pouring champagne in your mouth to say good morning and you walk down the um, um, six-story elevator you have in your house to the kids' um, little den in the basement garden that you built. When you fant- I told you one girl said, you know, I just want to wake up naked in my mansion. And I was like, are you prepared to wake up, get married, and move back into your parents' house and save for a house in Croydon? Are you prepared for that life? Because that's as realistic as it gets, baby. Bro, that's you know, as realistic I... as it gets. And don't don't feel bad about that. Because some people have... Yeah. My parents are in Israel, bro, on their little Ibiza trip. 
Niggas <laughs> <laughs> video calling me from Tel Aviv. They were in Bethlehem where Jesus was born. Turn it up. They're turning up. They get the happy. They're content. My my, dad, my my brother bought my mom, my mum a purse. Was it like a coach purse something like that? I think it cost yeah. two hundred and fifty quid. That's not even baller baller purse. Yeah. Right. But my mom yeah. my mom was like, it's too expensive. <laughs> She's like, it's too expensive. Why why would you spend so much on a purse? <laughs> so for everybody, like you said, find what happiness means to you. Because let me tell you something here: no amount of money can compensate. When you if you lose a loved one, you can go on and see ridiculous how they put their lips on. What if one of your kids drowned that on that weekend in the, on the yacht? Bruh. Yeah. You can, yeah. Um, what's his name? What's his name? Um, Miles Monroe. Oh, okay. Miles, right, the Miles door died um, drowned in that swimming pool. Uh, Miles Monroe was a, a, a leader who believed, you know, in leadership and stuff like that. Had the private jet. That private jet crashed, bro. Yeah. Be happy in this life, you know, because you don't. I woke up the other day and I said to myself, damn, I've lived so long in this life. I've not once have I woken up and thought it might not be today. I woke up every day thinking expected. Mm. And then you realize, wow, I'm still alive. I've had friends who are dead, bro. I'm talking mm. die from natural causes. Some people got stabbed. Some people got killed. And I'm still alive. Still chasing a dream. I'm not going to be thankful for that. I'm going to bitch him on because I don't have a mansion. That's mm. why people don't get successful. God's sitting there thinking, I told you. Remember when David, um, when Moses freed the Israelites and he went to God and said, hey, you got some bitch-ass moaners, bro. I'm, I'm, no disrespect, God. No disrespect. <laughs> these, niggas, these niggas is pushing me, yo. These niggas is pushing me. Hey, your hood reenactments of the Bible are needed, bro. <laughs> You know Moses said to God, yo, that's some bullshit, God. Watch your language. I'm sorry, God. I'm sorry. My bad. My bad. My bad. My bad. My bad. <laughs> I'm sorry, Lord. I'm sorry. But these niggas is, is tripping, yo. He said, yo, people complain too much. Yo, facts. Hey, yo, yo, yo. Let me give you, let me give you the real, real. God sent plagues. You know, he fucked up Egypt. You understand? Parted the Red Seas. These niggas made a golden calf. Bro, like that. Hey, you know, yeah, God said, I'm killing these niggas right now. Jesus said, no, 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 send me down, send me down. Send me down. No, no, no. Stop. I'm killing them now. A golden calf? A golden calf? Yo, you know, Jesus said, no, 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 I'll go, I'll go, I'll go. The maddest thing is when they started saying Egypt weren't that bad. Egypt weren't that bad. <laughs> we were better under Egypt. God, God wasn't, they were holding God. Nah, let, I swear down. Let me hang on, let me hang on, let me hang on. I'm pressing the button. I'm pressing the button. About to flood this earth for 40 years. Fuck 40 days and 40 nights. <laughs> it's gonna rain every day. You know, you know God was on his Denzel shit. King Kong! Oh. <laughs> Egypt ain't got shit son. on me. Father and that's when God was Jesus was like, he said, I'ma go, I'ma go, listen, just give me a few years, I'm gonna prepare, I'm gonna go handle this. <laughs> because God must have been like, look at this people, look at these ungrateful ass people. And that's human nature, to be ungrateful. It's very simple. Christianity is very simple. It's not about the bling-bling. It's, it's the human, it's the conditions that make you a human being. Nigerians lack so much compassion when it comes to dealing with themselves. No compassion. That mm. is ungodly. 
I don't care mm. how many of you go to church that morning. If you're driving on them roads, you lack compassion. How can you now say to God, yeah. give me the mansion in heaven? That doesn't make any sense. That's not a godly quality, bro. No matter what we can say about this country, they have compassion. I don't know if you saw you saw that video from northern Nigeria where they um, said one student, one, uh, one woman uh, blasphemed against the Prophet Muhammad. And so the, the Muslim students just gathered around. They beat her to death, put a tire on her, set her on fire. And they were making videos and like turning up in front of the camera. And yeah, obviously like, you know, it's a sh very shocking to watch and so on. But they the maddest thing is, hey, I was about to <laughs> say like this brother here, what's going on? That's how on? you separate son. Them Muslims be wilding though. That's how you separate <laughs> I was going to say that, like, they, they, there's no way that if they really looked into themselves, they can say that right now, I am doing exhibiting, God's work. <laughs> yeah, I'm exhibiting anything that's loving, kind, compassionate, caring, or anything like that. Like, I understand, and, and define, I trust Define blasphemy. Define blasphemy. Because that whole reenactment of the hood Bible, someone could say I was blasphemous, I'm doing blasphemous. But I'm giving you extra context into how god a whole being that created this world how would you feel if you parted the red sea for a motherfucker sent place to a motherfucker and he was like hey, yo egypt went that bad you were choking i mean yeah personally personally I'd be like, <laughs> yeah, you, yeah so i'm giving you that imagine if god Bro, was a human being sitting i was on like what i was hearing my daughter complain while she was in abu dhabi i was like yeah in abu dhabi you know i like you you just came She's off like, the nigga, I don't care. Where's crying in that? Man, you're telling me I want to go home, daddy. To cry? Nah, this guy. Hey, put her in the back seat. She ain't The maddest thing is, the maddest thing is, she knows. Because she knows she didn't want to go back. But she just wanted to complain. She just wanted to be like, I haven't had ice cream. Like, it's hot outside. I'm like, what? You... If I should... I mean, that's a fair point. You know when you lose words. What do you mean it's a fair point? Bro. It is hot outside, though. I'm, I'm thinking she should have ice cream. She, she's in the, a, the AC... She didn't chop like that day. She had had a madness. She had had a madness. Um, she had had cake. She had been to like PF Chang's. That was when we went to PF Chang's. She had been to like so she'd been eating out. She'd been drinking, having sweet drinks, stuff that she shouldn't normally have. After everything, she had all of her snacks. You know, she everything she enjoyed. And the other day, she said, "Oh, but I haven't had ice cream today, though." I was just looking at her like, "Are you mad?" Are you like had no <laughs> words, Nigerians, bro? When Nigerians had those bars that we used to mock, now you know why those bars are. You get ice cream, oh, you get, get a job. <laughs> when you get, get a job, get you get it. ice cream. <laughs> I get it. When you now. have black parents talk to their kids, you ain't paying the bills in this motherfucker. You get it now. <laughs> I mean, I tried not to now. get that. Deep, but yeah. Of course not. Of course yeah. not. But you get it. Of course. But when they just say it subtly, I didn't have ice cream today. Or no ice cream. Me. What was your? What's your? No, you know what I just say. What's your income in a year? Like yo, she just got ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't gotta go there on her. You know she spoke. But it's just oh, that insult man. of oh oh oh. So this PF Chang's I bought you. That's not good. But here's the thing, Ola. You know how kids are, right? You're the one. PF Chang. This she was like, Nick. PF Chang went for me. That was for you. Bro, you know I'm good with Teletubbies and a bunch of and a bunch of sweets. That just the thing, actually, with, with my daughter, it's actually very different. That one is getting uh, getting spoiled with life. She'll be the one that be sitting there and say, "Can we go to a restaurant? I want to eat a restaurant." I'm like, "What do you mean restaurant? See your mouth. You can't even say from restaurant. Are you mad? What do you mean restaurant?" 
So I think that's the outing of it as well, though, you know? Of course, of course, of course. And to be honest, she's cute with it and so on. So, you know, it's not really a big, serious problem. But, the, I mean, the lack of gratitude is. <coughs> so I often correct the lack of gratitude. But the fact that she likes to enjoy nice things, that, that part's not so much of a problem for me. But I just wanted to understand that, like, this is a nice thing. This is not something that you get and then you start acting as though, like, no one's done anything for you. And so, therefore, they need to start doing stuff for you. Because if yeah. you constantly look at life from, like, what they haven't given you, like, I haven't had ice cream today, you're telling a story that completely leaves out the fact that you didn't have... But Ollie, yeah, we're being hard. Your daughter's four. Let's pick on these adults that do it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, They're the ones okay, where they work. Because she's still going through her, her training wheels. you got no motherfuckers play. out here. It's like, who raised you? Fair play. And that's just my personal frustration because I'm, I'm like the one when, paying. Like when, like when for me, shout out to for me, for me knows I love her. But when she told me that's, you know, SPAC Nation are just teaching us that we, we, God did not bring us here to drive the bus. And I was like, oh, so who should? <laughs> Bruh. I was like, who should redeem members, huh? <laughs> <laughs> like you go into the bus, like you go into the bus, you don't go to SPAC, do you? You need to go to SPAC, bro. <laughs> If only you had worked a little bit harder, went to Spec. Bro, if only you went to Spec Nation, bro, you won't be driving this bus. So it's just that mentality of, um, you know, the mentality in this world has been so, it's cap, it's, it's, um, it's capitalism, you know? Get that money, yeah. get that money. You know, back mm-hmm. in the day, being a bus driver was a respected job. Being a school teacher was a respected job. Being a scientist, you know? People who actually added value to society beyond coins, right? Those were mm. noble, respected jobs. Can you imagine if the footballers, you, when you look at a footballer, when you look at football, you just see the star football players. Behind the scenes, there's groundsmen. There's women that work in the canteen and make sure their diets are done. There's people that clean the training, people that clean the stadium so that you can play at the highest level of football. Those jobs, there are not to be snared at. They're not to be snared at. I heard that the people that um, that mop NBA uh, arenas get paid like 75, like the equivalent of like 75K to 100K. I was like, uh, pardon? What? The I was company that the company that cleans Embiid's does the people that do it the Mexicans know. <laughs> no, but I mean, yeah. Anyway, the point is that yeah, although you know the company, company contract for the clean of an NBA floor goes to a nice J and J cleaners. Now the employees of J and J cleaners, um, my auntie Kemi, the auntie <laughs> Bosse, the auntie Bosse who came over <laughs> that quick. They're the ones who are cleaning the floor. They ain't in a hundred k. You know how yeah, it is. You know. I remember yeah. I told you when I was in a B festival. I said whoever has this cleaning contract for this park is laughing. True. Very, very, very true. Because you're very gonna true. get Polish people to do the hard work. Let's be honest. I mean, yo, and if you look Not at Polish a lot people, of the... let me let me rephrase it. Minorities, minorities. If you look at a lot of the people that started those um, cleaning companies. They started off like scrubbing a couple of toilets themselves. Oh, I clocked early. Clocked early. I respect it highly. I respect it highly. All like, our parents should have started cleaning companies. All of them. They're like um, they're like porn stars. They get to a point where they realize I ain't, I don't want to do the dirty work no more. I'm gonna be a director. No, no, <laughs> I no, no, get no, behind no, the no. camera. I, 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 you know, you know, you know. I heard that. I heard that. Yeah, but I was thinking more of when they get the OnlyFans account, the Snapchat account, the Prime Minister. I'm not working with the the, the, the industry no more. <laughs> My website type things. Like okay, I'm camera, yeah. I'm doing video calls. The like, the hustle is real, bro. The hustle in the porn game. It's like any other game, bro. You've got to get it with. And, and you know what? Yeah, whether you like it or not, in life is simple, isn't it? 
you you apply what you apply. You can tell a top porn star from someone's like you ain't you ain't you ain't, you ain't gonna make him. You're not putting the extra work. <laughs> Oh you're not God. doing your. Hold on, hold on, you're not doing your. What's the, how many hours does it take you to master a craft? Ten thousand hours. <laughs> you ain't doing your ten thousand hours, girl. No way. Ah! It's not what you do on the court. It's what you also do off the court. What you doing off the court, girl? <laughs> how do you improve? How do you improve as a porn actress? You know what I mean? How do you get better with each scene? You know how you said, you know, you know, you have the actor's room, you know, um, I studied Shakespeare in my third semester at Amrada, and that's when I started <laughs> to really feel the characters were coming through. So I wonder how Paul stuff like, you know, when I did the deep flow volume <laughs> 16, at that point. <laughs> oh my goodness. Do you know what it is? Do you know, you just stumbled on a good niche there. You need to do like motivational talks for porn stars. You need to do like that self-help for porn, like. Ah! No, hold on. I'm definitely spoofing a whole crime channel show. And I'm going to play the counselor. When he was taken in the car park, he must have been thinking, am I going to live or die today? <laughs> <laughs> like, no shit. No shit, bro. That was no bad, bro. shit was he thinking that. <laughs> I like, that's why I like American ones. Yo, this is the thing about American England. English ones, oh, we be getting them experts in. Like, our experts are experts. I be taking notes, mm-hmm. Now, <laughs> brain palsy is something that um, in the institution, which a lot of parents, you're like, God damn, this nigga's saying the truth. <laughs> English people don't know how to, we don't know how to entertain in it. It's proper nah, serious. It's mad serious. It's mad serious. And if you, even if you look at the way that they edit it, yeah. when, they, when, they, when they edit the British ones here, it'd be mad creepy. Yeah. The American ones, they'd be flashing stuff up on the screen. They'd be showing yeah. you stuff. Stock footage that has nothing to do with the story. Also, also, when you see the big British one, them niggas is in their library or in the lab. Yes, yeah. You're like, raw. Americans, they don't screenshot. It's a screenshot in background. It's a green screen background. Them niggas, they got the justice logo at the back. You know, they America have the brand in it. You got coke in the background. It's like. You know, it just doesn't look. America always go for gloss. We always go for that theatrical, deep. You know, and here's the thing: here, yeah, I love both of the because Britain's a country town. When Britain go into their a country town murders, yo, I don't really sleep properly that night. You know, them country roads in England. Yo, yo, bro, I was. You inside driving back thinking, yo, this is the show I watched last night. I'm about to be abducted. Bro, I watched one. I think it was on Netflix called Catching Killers or something. I think after episode one, I, I said, nice. I, I, think this one's, I think this one's gone past my pay grade. This one's past my level, man. This one's past my level, man. The first yo, time I, I, was, I, was, I, was in, I was in Abu Dhabi scared, bro. Like, yo, I think I, I think I remember that pub. I think I remember that pub. I think I was there. Yo, yo I, I, the first time I watched um, The Night Stalker, Rodriguez, I had nightmares on that one. Him and the B2K killer, I had nightmares, man. Hey, the worst part is, yeah, on Crime Force, they should say, and don't have nightmares. Fuck off! <laughs> <laughs> you just gave us all nightmares. Ah. <laughs> the hell? Hey, crime watch was terrible, man. He walked. He followed Ali down this dark lane. You're like, golly! 
<laughs> bro, sometimes sometimes they be doing going out their way to make you feel like it could have been you. They're like he was just Honestly. an average guy, just like you. He was sitting in his house watching Crime Watch at seven PM and, and he, he lived in Croydon. One time I saw Latif love joining reenactment. <laughs> Here's the killer part. Here's the killer part. The perpetrator was American. Oh, he's <laughs> Latif was doing the best LA West Soy accent I could think of. Oh man. Do you know what yeah? His agent. His agent is like, yo, anywhere where they say American accent, his agent is putting in <laughs> bad work. Bro. Yeah, but you know what, yeah? I'm I'm sorry, yeah, but these casting directors, they're racist, man. They're a British <laughs> person. Come and do an American accent if you want him. Over an American guy. How racist are you? <laughs> are you sure you're not from Brooklyn? Huh? <laughs> <No>? <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Yo, would you do them crime watch uh, reenactments for, for a really mad crime? For, for, my, so my, for, my, for, my, for my spoof purposes, hell yeah, man. They're just too funny. Especially when they're like, he was a good looking guy and he sees mugshot. Yeah, he was like. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but I mean, they're mad tribes that you wouldn't want your face associated with. Like, them. What did uh, I tell you at the beginning of this form? podcast? What did I tell you about this podcast? Let me tell you something here. It's all about your pricing, isn't it? I could say to you right now, now, nah, you know what? It would disturb my soul. 50,000, listen, let me get the arm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Y'all want the real or y'all want the acting? Let me know. 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 Oh, yeah. What I'm saying is, do you want me to method this shit? Let me get some training going. It's like, no, it's not that deep. I'll bring sign light, sign light, sign light, sign light, sign light. Nah, you're bad for that. For the right price, I'm method acting that shit. Cut. For me, you know, we don't really need that level of intensity. I'm, I'm saying, I'm saying, see, I'm gonna need five minutes to get them over that scene. <laughs> um, this is a reenactment. This ain't a movie, bro. <laughs> but you know what? I never, I ne- and I never really looked at it like, bro. Those are actors. Those are my peers. Yeah, man. Yeah. You know when they, you know, you know, yeah, they're so far away from Denzel and Hollywood. It's unbelievable. Oh, don't say it like that. Don't say it like that. Can you imagine oh. telling them? Can you imagine them looking at us, Will Smith slapping Chris Adiokas like, shit. <laughs> I, I ain't even been to the local town awards. This nigga slapping motherfuckers at the Oscars. Wow. It's real, bro. I know, like, oh, no, that's, that's life, Ola. You can honestly grab your child and say, look, look at acting. Beautiful, isn't it? Denzel, Will Smith. We don't even watch the credits to check who played these people. We don't even check on them. Oh, who was Tall Thug number two? <laughs> Is that what? Yeah, they should start shouting at the actors in the reenactment, man. Give them some kind of credit. Do you know some what they should do? Praise. Do you know what they should do? Right at the end, they should bring them all out to take a bow so we can see them as right. not their character. As not, you know as not say, oh, I'm not on a costume later or something like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> what, what if, like, the, 
What about the criminals are like, you're on the, um, you know, I, I want to say, you know, I'm sorry for the crime I did, but the reenactments, I just wanted to say, I don't think that was a fair representation of who I was. <laughs> there was a lot of embellishment in that story, you know? <laughs> Yo, bro, I mean, imagine if the criminal was an actor and he was like, hey, let me play the part, though. Let me play- <laughs> I really know. He gets in touch with his lawyer, like, oh, do you want to make a plea? Yeah, um, I want to, um, is there going to be like a crime investigation? Because I think this is a good crime for y'all to um, read that later. Can I be <laughs> myself? <laughs> oh, what? What happened to credits? Michael Monroe playing himself. Bro, in fact, funny enough, I watched, um, recently I watched the movie House of Gucci. Um, right. Have you watched that? Is it good? I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I, I like those kind of like true story biopics. You look like the Royal Tenenbaums type shooting. You know the, the Royal Tenenbaums where they, the postal remind me of those things where it's the connective um, ensemble acting cast. And it's really okay. Good shots and really, you know, really, you know, nice shots and really good well, I'm not, I, I don't actually know what happened, what the storyline of the Royal Tenenbaums is, uh, but I do know of that title. But I know, but House of Gucci is like the story of Maurizio Gucci. Um, who was at one point the, the head of Gucci and kind of ended up being the one selling it off to um, the company that bought it. But when you see his life story, um, so basically he has, his his wife in the movie is paid by Lady Gaga. Film, by What's that, sorry? Oh yeah, sure, I'm, I'm not going to tell you anything about the... F- okay. <coughs> to be fair, Wikipedia's already spotted because it's his real life story. But in terms of like the behind the scenes stuff, Lady Gaga played... Um, his wife and to be fair she did look like the real life wife but right. the wife the wife was complaining she said yeah fair enough she looks like me but she didn't come and consult me first about the character and lady i mean i would have to tell you what happened with the character for you to understand how ridiculous it is to be making demands and so on but essentially <laughs> okay. lady gaga's like i want no parts of speaking to that woman but i just i, right, no, right. I ain't got but no everyone parts. does that lil kim lil kim said she wasn't consulted during the biggie movie never was like this really? you knew biggie oh, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah you did you did you did <laughs> come on don't do kim like that man you know what it is though i think people forget that um to be honest with you, if I'm portraying a person, um, yeah. say I had to play Wally Shuyunka or um, Awolowo, yeah. it's important for you to do your own groundwork. Mm-hmm. Consulting is cool, but remember, everybody has an agenda for okay. how, that wants, how they want that person to be portrayed. And so if I consult the actual person, you're not going to tell me the truth. You're going to tell me what you want people to see. Mm, and that's going to affect my point. performance. That's a good you know? point. That's a good and, point. and plus, just because it's you, you're not an acting teacher. You're not a mm. drama teacher. Yes, we're portraying mm. your life, but we're also we're trying to sell this movie as well. So we have to make the story. Like Joe DeSee was like, yeah, we want to make a biopic, but we want it to be positive. Everyone, this is, nobody wants to watch positive. We want to watch yeah. conflict. Did you slap Mary J. Blige or not? <laughs> what do you think the film's gonna be? You coming on stage saying yeah, and then giving kids food afterwards? That's not a movie. Yeah. So sometimes portraying, sometimes consulting the actual person, he has an agenda of how he wants to be seen. I would rather just create this character and, and build it, and then you know portray the role. Yeah. Go watch House of Gucci, man. It is. I think yeah, I like the I, I like the biopic style. I like I like those kind of stories where obviously they take a little bit of artistic license on some things 
but the, the, es- the essence of it, it it gives it like this really haunting chilling aspect when you know that this was real like this happened to did someone. you did you watch um all eyes on me uh did i watch it yeah i must have watched it i don't remember it though <laughs> that's cool that was not i ain't gonna lie to you i ain't gonna that hold you i liked notorious i liked notorious but then i watched it back and i was like yeah this was all right too i think with um two remember people forget biggie wasn't really in the game that long you know so it was hard mm. to by the time he got on and there was no real jeopardy in the sense where it's like okay he went to prison it, or his boy went to prison for him and all of that kind of stuff but you didn't really see the you know the desperation the same in tupac's film as well i don't think they captured the desperation it's hard to portray tupac because his life was so documented and so i mm. think they picked the wrong way to depict his life but um, mm. biopics are difficult man even i can see them like I'd never seen Ike before. I didn't even know the story. I didn't know he was abused. It was an abusive marriage. With, you know, I didn't know it was an abusive husband. But um, Lois Fishman did the role so well. Even Ike Tina was like, Listen, I, I wasn't like that. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair. Like, even he was like, yo, I mean, head, yeah, but shit. In my head, when I think of Ike Turner, I think of Lois Fishburne's face when he's turned around. He's like, right, you know, you right. Know Right, he's taking that role to the point where he's <laughs> he's he owned, owned it, <laughs> and that's beautiful because I can actually separate himself from that. And say that's not me, Matt. It's not me. It's a portrayal of me, but that's not me. You know, he was like, yeah, yeah me and Tina fought, but you know, I weren't really out here wild like that. Which he probably was. You know how it is when you just want to kind of make it seem as play it down. I slapped her with my hand. <laughs> <laughs> we used to do them little love taps. You know what I'm saying? It was, yeah, it was love and you're taps. Like, That's not right. That's but, not um, right. Yeah, okay, if you, if, you had to, if you had to play me in a movie. Play, I couldn't play, play in a movie, bro. Play Ola going, um, Ola going into the post office to try and <laughs> deposit some money. Do you go to the post office to deposit money? No. <laughs> terrible. It's a terrible example. But I just thought I was like random. All right. Play Ola um, going to the doctors reluctantly after his wife has booked the appointment for him. No, play Ola going to the comedy show and wondering when he's on in the build- lineup, finding out he's going on last when he thought he was going to open. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, so, All right, so let see. me let me let, so, so this is Allah. For those of you who don't are watching the video right now, he's <laughs> uh, he's silent and nodding his head. <laughs> no, 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 no. You didn't. Allah didn't see the hand movement. Basically, he just put his headphones on and just basically said, "All right, well, I'm just going to be having listened to music till I'm ready to go on." <laughs> All it's like, yeah, I've been, I've been that guy before. I've been that guy. Nah, no, no, that's not me, man. But I'm, Ola, I'm just, one time I'm, I was with you up the creek. You had your headphones on, and um, Polly was asking you something. And he just went that, yeah. <laughs> hey, Ola, I'm not gonna lie. She gave me a look of, I ain't booking this nigga ever again. Wow, I, I, yo, I am oblivious to this. You know what it is, yeah. I kept on telling people, yeah. You can't take something personal if you knew 
that he's not being an arsehole. He's just, you know what I mean? You're just like, well, yo. You know, I, I only find these things out when you're telling me. I swear to you, I don't even know I'm an arsehole. Like it's, it's you know what it is. You're not an arsehole. You're not an arsehole. Yeah, it's because you have a reputation of an arsehole. Anything you do, like this thing is an arsehole. It's like that. That's not an arsehole moment, though. That's not an arsehole moment. <laughs> you could you could just be like this. Yo, who's opening? I just call that again, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know, people just think you're you're bringing bullshit to the thing. But it's yeah. they don't know you and they just want to take it personal because what they've heard, it's like, yeah, that ticks the box. You know what I mean? Like, I knew, here's the thing, I love people like you who come and want to be in their own little world that I don't have to talk to you. No, here's the thing though, I really like connecting with people. Just, Imagine I, really, that. I like genuine connections though. Imagine so, that. You like connecting, I don't like connecting, but I don't get the arsehole rep. And I'm a big arsehole dude. It's a, it's a mad thing. Like, that, that came out right. Whoa, out right. whoa, whoa. I'm actually more of an arsehole than you are, but because you know you have that high status nature that people think, you know, they think you. Yo. You know what it is? It's because you're you're an educated. I didn't want to say you're an educated black man. You went to a, pub, a private school. People think you're that person. And the maddest thing is, yeah, I, I, I kick. I don't beef anybody really. I don't go out there and talk bad about anybody or blah, 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 blah. In my earlier years, I did go up to people and say that they'd stole the material and stuff like that. That's different, though. You weren't trying to beat. You were just trying... I don't know what you were trying to be at that point in your life, but you were him. <laughs> I, I was a comedy fan and... Right, you know, right, 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 right. Zealous. I was zealous. I was zealous. I was excited. Yeah, youthful exuberance. Exactly. But I'm not the kind of person to just go and start beefing people. So when I get when I hear this stuff, I'm like, wow! Like, is this is everything's happening? With, that's why I actually asked you to play me because I feel like if you watch somebody do an impression of you, you learn stuff about yourself that you don't get to see. That's why I put the headphones <coughs> on. What's that? Sorry. That's why I put the headphones on. <laughs> that's the and thing. I would never. It's like when we went to Amsterdam. When we went to You put your headphones on every single time. I don't even know what you're listening to in there. That's the worst part. For someone that's like, you know, it's like you're listening to, we listen to Jodice's album. You're listening to like 200 different tracks. But it's like when we went to Amsterdam and you sat and you bought a first class ticket, right? And everyone yeah. tried to make it seem like you feel like you're better. This is me. Who gives a shit? First of all, the first class was, I mean, I would have gone and sat there too. And I didn't buy a first class ticket. <laughs> I mean, it went like yeah. you were in another part of the train, you know? Yeah. And yeah, I mean, like, extra. It's like people want to, so, but because, you know, oh, you have this reputation that I've heard of, or, uh, you know, I'm stuck in that mindset of you, that is going to be multiplied by 10. Whereas, you have to understand, yeah, you have people that you have to, loving somebody is not, you don't love somebody because you like them. You don't love somebody because you agree with everything they say. Love is love, right? You've got to have love mm-hmm. for that people. My, my youngest brother, my youngest brother came here. He's the pastor in the family, yeah? Mm. If we have a family function, Ken, let's say we say we're going to meet up at 12. Ken is going to pull up at 2 and no one's going to say anything. No one's going to chastise him. No one's going to tell him you need to fix up in life. We're all going to cuss him out but make excuses around him. He's going to rock up while you late. I've even started and we're just going to laugh and keep moving. That's him. That's why you love him. I can't now mm. be saying, I can't now make narratives of every single time you come late. I just have to work around that. Sometimes you improve definitely. But the love I have for him supersedes that little flaw 
because I have flaws too. It's like the other day when you said, I'm, you know, trying to chase your schedule. I was like, you know what? I ain't got time for this bitch ass nigga today. But I didn't start, but back in the day, I tried to make a meal out of it. Man, fuck you, I realized when we passed that, man, I ain't in the mood today. I'm gonna tell you to go kiss his ass. And it's, I messaged you yesterday. So you ready to record? You messaged me, oh, so you're gonna forgive me? I'm like, get the fuck out of here. Cause I'm over that now. Yeah, I'm just practicing being a Christian because I really wanted to tell you to go piss off, but I was like, oh, that's Jesus fine. Thing. I was like, right. yo, the love of Christ in me was right. like, yo, right. right? And I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. You know, you know what but it's got to like. be a thing where you 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 do you do that now, and I'm can't I'm going I'm phoning other people like, oh, you know what, this nigga is is the, 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 the you know, it's just a case of at that point I could be bothered to deal with your 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 smug CEO ass nature. And I wasn't in the mood. And that's how um, people... Wait, do you say I have a CEO nature? You're smug you, CEO man. nature. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you, man. That's what I call a CEO You're nature. You're smug. Man. See, I think I told Jason, I was like, there's no podcast this week. And don't, don't ask me no questions either because I ain't in the mood. <laughs> hey, that's the wonder Jason didn't put the message in the group. Like, where's the podcast? Hey, yeah, I just told him earlier, look, ain't no podcast this week. Don't message me. I mean, my feelings, right? But as, as people, I feel like we're not allowed to be flawed anymore. Everybody has to be perfect. If I don't agree with your opinion, imagine the girl said to me, I thought Mo was a nice guy. This is me. He is, though. He's nice, a he, nice guy. He does turn into an evil dude because he. Like, he's not he even tripping like that. One, he never came out and said black is beautiful, black is love. He's never, he's never been that guy. He's been just a safe guy. And none of you knew he was with this girl. None of you knew. The first time I saw him, his missus, I was like, oh, that's your missus. Cool. And I left that guy. That's how I didn't know you had a girl. Mm. You know? But, and that's the thing about people. It's like, we're allowed to be an arsehole. You're allowed to be, you know, whatever. But as long as that 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 friendship trumps what, you know, that toxicness, it's, it's cool. That's just life, you know? But at and the same time, do better, though. <laughs> you, know, you know them brothers you know them brothers in your life you know them people you just like <laughs> <laughs> like Caleb is the biggest cunt in my life like, <laughs> wanker I know but that's my dog right so when he's being a wanker I go in I hope you get alopecia again how about that Whoa! because you have to you have to because he's not going to be he's not going to he's not going to be merciful to you so you have to go with your guns you understand what i'm saying but that's who you but he's such a loyal friend though you won't, you won't lose that friendship but if someone says to me your boy caleb's an ass i'm like yeah I, I know what you're saying i know what you're saying if when people say to me oh if someone even says to me all those you know i find him quite snobbish yeah he is yeah but that is absolutely thing. i can go to someone and say you know that girl lola her best bangs rupert like, talk to your friend we all can say stuff about someone doesn't mean he's not a good person though yeah, no, I'm, I'm just genuinely shocked about the stuff I hear about myself because I don't perceive it in the moment. I don't like while I'm there, I don't receive people it. Don't, you... People don't see people don't see the good. People don't hang around you enough to see how the things, the good things about your character, so outweigh your moments of being snobbish or you know obtuse about certain things. And saying, I remember one time I saw you talking to the missus when we were in Edinburgh, and I was like, is this nigga trying to end his marriage? <laughs> what did I say? What's Bruh, I think the missus was getting on your nerves, isn't it? So you just had to lay it down for her, as the man has to sometimes. You know, sometimes you have to tell your missus, hey, listen, I'm your husband, not your dad. You understand? You want some daddy? She go, go, go call daddy. 
It was one of those ones where you had to put the missus in the place. You understand? Okay. It's like when I see my daughter, when I see my, my sister or my siblings disciplining the kids. It's uncomfortable because you've not been around that. You've, I've been around, mm, 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 I love you, I love you more. I've been around that. So when I saw mm. you laying down the law, I was like, okay, niggas in his back. I think I was even doing this to you like, you're like now you have to. I think we spoke about you're like sometimes you have to put women want to be put in their place. You have to put them in their place sometimes. I was like, okay, that'd be true. Like, let me get let me get that in my notes. <laughs> no, it's true because if if a woman if a woman doesn't feel like you can check her and she's like, well then anybody can run run, run rings around you. And then oh yeah, I I I, I I I I I'm straight Nigerian in it, so I let I nip things in the bud early. You know, yeah. don't, my mom is from Rebellion. Don't talk to me like that. You know? And regardless of whether or not she guy. likes it or not, you need to be that person for you. You need to be a person with boundaries yeah. and principles yeah. for yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, but you anyway. don't mean it. Well, you done. Well, we do kind of need to start wrapping up. <laughs> well, I know we. You know the worst part when the first when I first started. It's me twelve thirty. God damn, are we gonna be able to talk for so long? One fifty three. Hey, listen, that's my new thing. Watch out, guys. From B's, um. Hood, story, hood version of the Bible coming soon. And I'll be playing all the characters. It's going to be cursing because that's because sure, people don't talk about the cursing in the Bible because they've edited it out. You know, when David saw um, Goliath, <laughs> oh, <Bob Cooper. laughs> we're going to do Goliath. Damn, that's a big motherfucker. There. <laughs> hey, apparently, when David first saw Goliath, apparently, David pulled up with three stones. Yeah. Right? But when yeah, you smoke yeah. a life, I'm gonna need two more. <laughs> we need some extra ammo. <laughs> Yo, the Bible says that he's like, who is this uncircumcised Philistine? <laughs> How do you know that that translation wasn't originally like motherfucker? <laughs> <laughs> You know Goliath wasn't going to war with the police. He's like saying, kill them all. He's like, yeah, nigga, what's up? Goliath in this bitch. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're equivalent, obviously. Whatever they're equivalent they're... That, yeah, I don't know what they were. I don't know how they were talking them times. But I was going to say, you know, when David saw Bathsheba, is it Bathsheba? What's her name? Bath, Bathsheba, yeah. Bath, hey, Bathsheba? And oh. she was in the bath, bro. <laughs> oh, shit. The stars were in like, He called his wife. What's that girl's name? Bathsheba. Oh, what? <laughs> Oh, she, but she married though. Oh, she married. Oh, who her husband? Um, maybe that that nigga in the um, in the army. Uh huh. Oh yeah, he he um, he a cook in the army. You need to go cook. Oh, put that nigga on the front line. Oh no no no, he a cook. He can't. He can't really. I said put that nigga on the front line. Uh oh. <laughs> make sure I make sure they cook his ass while he out there. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, right for that. So the Bathsheba got the news, David pulled up like Joe. Tell me what kind of man. <laughs> can, you, can you imagine if afterwards we get to heaven, Bathsheba's like, I don't like how you guys played me. I don't want that much of a hole. First of all, okay, I wasn't even fucking that nigga like everyone said I was. You know what I mean? First of all, it was a little... It was a little every now and then, okay? <laughs> you didn't even consult me on how you were going to play me in the hood version right, imagine of the Bible? If David, imagine if David and Solomon had to face the Me Too of today. Oh, they'll be in trouble, trouble. Whoa! Concubine number 467? <laughs> Step forward. 
Solomon, you, I want to make a plea deal. <laughs> they got another six. They got another six more thousand of these women. <laughs> How am I gonna bust case? <laughs> Your Honor, we're so sorry that the witness list is so long. <laughs> apparently, apparently, Harvey Weinstein was in the back of the court, like. Turner was like, I ain't that bad, you see? I ain't that bad. Damn. I only smacked one. 500? Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Oh Bloody hell, goodness. man. Groupies. Groupies has been a thing since the Bible. Bruh. Bruh. Hey, you, know, you know Jesus had groupies, right? You know Jesus had to tell a couple of days, listen, man, man, I'm a holy man. <laughs> I'm a holy man. Leave me alone. holy man. <laughs> hey, Peter, get these holes off me, man. Get these holes off <laughs> Oh, you know, you know, there was you one did, disciple. You know, that, that the, lady that the, t- the lady that touched the hem of his garment. Like, who touched me? Who touched me? <laughs> yo, 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 <laughs> hey, all the men them touched that garment. This is they feel nothing. One girl, yo, who touched me? <laughs> or, the, or the one that came to come and wash his feet with her hair. He's like, all right now, all right now, where you going? Why are you kneeling down? Someone washed, you... someone washed his feet with her hair. Yeah. She, she, she emptied out the alabaster box, the expensive uh, perfume, and used it to anoint him. And she washed his feet with her hair. Yo, that whole... Uh, no, it's that new criminal like throwing a thong on stage or something. <laughs> <sighs> Yo, what, what are you saying? What are you saying? Uh, what, what were they throwing that Jesus is rallied? What were they throwing? <laughs> nah, bro, we ain't even going there. <laughs> We ain't good there, man. Ah, what was happening? You know when Jesus put up in the donkey, though? You know that was he was sitting on 22. <laughs> <laughs> I just got this at the shop the other day. <laughs> you know? It's true, it's true. The Bible says it was new, like no one had ever ridden it before. Of course. That's why Pastor jumped that, you know. He's they fresh off the lot. Fresh, fresh off the farm, rude boy. Of the farm. You know, you know, yeah, the custom made too. Listen, I'm gonna need the seat to be yay high, okay? Because I want to... <laughs> when I'm rolling into Bethlehem, I want them niggas to see me. You know, yeah, picture me rolling, playing in the background. Picture me rolling <laughs> in my five hundred bands. That should be the name of the podcast. Picture me rolling, y'all. <laughs> nah, I think it should be success, man. Success is dope. Yeah, man, success, man. That's that's what we, we, life is beautiful. You know, life is a gift. Money and all these things that we've added to it are, are accessories, not life itself. They're accessories. Mm, yeah. Life is the gift, not the money you make, not the cars you drive, not the house you build. The gift is life. Everything else is an yeah. accessory. You're just accessorizing yourself. I Get drunk on life itself. Get drunk. Remember one thing I keep telling people you're going to die one day. You're going yep. to die one day. And it doesn't For matter sure. how much coins you have left in your account. If that character wasn't solid, if people can't come and say one day, you know when they say at a wedding, yo, all is the kind of guy who give you the shirt off his back. By the way, I've never met a person who's he's giving me the shirt off his back where he had no shirt on. Nobody's <laughs> you know? Nobody, nobody ever goes that far for a homie. Yo, let me get the shirt off your back. So I should be bare chested in you. Let me get just walk. You know? <laughs> 
But if they can't say, listen, mm. notice when you see your birthday, when you turn 40, or when you turn 50, or when you get married, when people come and talk about it, it's never that, yo, man, Ola's just a, such a rich person, nice house. It's your character they talk about. So when, I, when, it, when it comes to me to say something about you on your 40th, I'll say, I remember in lockdown, when I was going through it, when I was struggling, so Ola was someone I could lean on. That's more important than, yo, this nigga is the Oscar award winner. Let me shut up, man. I mean, I feel like people do that also because that's all you're allowed to say. If people really say what they're hard, they're like, yo, I really like him, but he's a baller. And every time you go around this house, you get the, the nice peanut butter. It's been mad. But it's like, when, it's like when Will Smith slapped Chris Rock. You could see, like, comics like Tiffany Haddish. You could see them trying to sidestep because they want to be more loyal to Will Smith. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You understand? And yep. it should never be a case in life where we can't call out bullshit because of money. Or because you're worried how yeah. you know, but you, you also have to remember these people aren't thinking for themselves, man. No, they're, they're, not. They're, they're not thinking for themselves, so they, you know, just kind of heard something about protecting black women and just thought slapping, slapping the host at the Oscars was part of it. <laughs> you know what, you yeah, know. Some, when, when some of the girls put on their status, I'm here for it. I thought to myself, let me not even say this, but they were all single, of course, bruh, of course. Of course. And I was just like, you're here for that? Okay. But hey, don't get your husband fucked up over some bullshit, you know? Okay, because you will tell your husband, go and slap him, and then he'll get moved to. There's nothing more disheartening than seeing your husband getting moved to in front of you, you know? Bruh. Bruh. (laughs) Don't don't let it be Dave Chappelle's uh, click backstage. Bruh, when they stomped him, the... They stomped him like he was menace to society. Have you seen that? <laughs> I have seen menace to society. Yeah. Remember you stomped that guy at the end? Jeez. Bruh. Yo, anyway, you don't you don't drop like three side hustles. Like you doing the hood version of the Bible. We're doing inspirational talks for porn stars. I think you're gonna Oh, oh inspirational talk for porn stars. And we're doing yeah. the um we're doing the um I'm doing the um the, the spoofing of the crime channel. It has to be done, man. And yeah, and the counselor, the the counselor of this one. The counselor, yeah, 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 yeah. Or the detective. You know the detective guys. You know, oh. they love the chase. When I um, <laughs> when I cornered him, I put the cuss and I said, "Gotcha." Nigga. <laughs> 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 Yo, all of them be watching all the police movies where they always yes! say like this. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they love it. They love it. I love the ones oh, that are man. driving as well. You know when they're driving. So I came up over here and um if you see the intersection in eight and nine, and he pulled out over here. And so we cut him off. I'm just gonna come over a bit forward. <laughs> yeah, man. All right. I watched them. Before we go quickly, I watched how Orlando Anderson, you know the guy who killed Tupac. I watched how he died, man. The policeman walked us through the whole crime scene area, man. Man, some people are living a real life in this life, man. Living a real life. Well, what happened to him? Was it still gang life or so? Yeah, he was, because he was a gang member, you know, young baby crip. He was a young shooter. And he saw some people that owed his, his uncle money. So he went over to his boy's grandmama house, picked him up, came out, confronted three men. He just started blasting. And then they shot him in the chest. And he ended up dying in the car. Damn. I know, man. They the waste. I know when the people say, you know, black people stop killing each other. I really don't subscribe to that. But the waste of life, in general, over nonsense, man, it's crazy. I'm, I'm just thinking, 
Wait, so did the uncle get his money back? Because he how? That's right, when you deep it, when you deep it, like I saw a couple, she was 15, he was 16, right? He got yeah. her pregnant, they don't have money, and their genius idea was to pull up and rob somebody, right? Was to mm. rob people. So he told her to go and get one of her girlfriends and find a mark, right? They find these two guys who they're talking to these young girls and they say they should come to a party later on. To all the men them listening, when a woman says, come to a party later on, and they're giving you a free pass, don't go to the party. Yep. You're about to get robbed. Yep. They pull up to the parking lot. They realize it's a secluded area, but their dicks are so hard, they don't think. They My see goodness. the two girls. They pull up like, yeah, where's the party? Before they could even say, where the party at? Girls is in the way for the, the world. party. Yeah. <laughs> Before they could get to the chorus, Allah. These niggas jumped out from the back and, and ended up rubbing them. Pissed, um, I think they pissed him with one, um, shot him by mistake or whatever, and he ended up dying, right? Whoa. But here's how much they got from the robbery. $13. God. Yo, these niggas showed up to the party like they better be free food and drink because I ain't got nobody you know for the bar. That's the saddest part about being a comic here because you go on a whole different narrative. $13. Yeah, they weren't trying to rape that night. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't trying to rape that night. $13. They didn't pull up. They didn't pull up for a party. And so... Also, also, what my mind was thirteen dollars. That means you have to go out again that night. Of course. What do you mean? Uh, you can't sleep that night. You've got to go and rub again. Thirteen dollars. You can't clock out. Hey, no hey, if I, yeah, yeah, you're still on job. If I rub someone and I made away with thirteen pounds, I'm going back to give it back to them. <sighs> I'm giving them back the thirteen pounds until I make a real score. In fact, if you rob someone of thirteen pounds and you get caught and they didn't die, you're not a robbery. You're not. You're, we're, we're not convicting you of robbery. We're convicting you of stupidity. I don't think it's respectful to call you a robber yet. Imagine, imagine they sat down and calculated how much they earned per hour on that job. <laughs> and <they> had, <laughs> imagine, like, imagine, imagine they took out tax. <laughs> <laughs> We gotta pay national insurance. That's that's three pounds. And tax. No, we just made eight pounds. Y'all some bullshit ass niggas, man. Eight. I gotta. Gotta. We gotta consider rent. Sorry. Oh man. When did they put that spreadsheet on? <laughs> okay, oh, so today's earnings. All right, we're, behind, we're in the red, y'all. <laughs> Bruh. All right, man, listen, man. Let's run that up, man. Let's run that. That was a good session, man. Yeah, man. All right. Yo, shout out to everybody um, who is still rocking with us. Shout out to the people that were, uh, our family members laughing about you calling PF Chang's Uncle Zeng's. Uh, of Mr. Zanks and then Uncle Zanks. It was when they said when they pointed it out, I burst out laughing. That it was hilarious to me. But what did I yeah. say? First of all, you called it Mr. Zanks, and then you referred to it as Uncle Zanks. <laughs> it just kept shifting. Not the worst part. All legitimate franchises. <laughs> all of them. All of them, bro. All, all of them. them. There is a Mr. Chang somewhere. There is an Uncle Chang somewhere too. There is definitely those two franchises. <coughs> 
He actually said Uncle Zhang. That's what was so funny about it. So, <laughs> you know the worst part? I was being rude as well. I know I was. That's so bad. I know you were <laughs> being rude. That's so bad. <laughs> yeah, that would have been nice for our little Chinese skit when we said the, the, the you know, the, uh, the Mexican Mex- yeah. Mexican, you know. I love Uncle Zhang's restaurant. <laughs> Yo, it's Mr. It's Zhang. Gift. Oh, oh. No, it's actually P.F. Chang's. Oh, my bad. Oh, my bad, my bad, my bad, my bad. It's what I said. Yeah. Um, E-Honda is one of my favorite characters. <laughs> it's yeah, so... <laughs> <laughs> you know what? When, when, you, when, I, when you first suggested, I was thinking, would that be overkilling it? But when you go, yo, 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 he's Japanese, and I looked at you like... <laughs> It just yeah, added to the sketch. confusion. No, that sketch was wild. That whole sketch was wild. That sketch was wild. My favorite anyway. part was the um, apology, definitely. Yeah, My yeah, yeah, of course. The, 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 I mean, actually, no, no, no. I love, I love, I love the switch. It's the switch yeah, from yeah, you yeah. in the radio station to you yeah, doing yeah, the, yeah. the phone apology. Yeah, that yeah, switch, yeah, yeah. that moment there. Yeah, was yeah. Anyway. That was crazy. Guys, if we don't know what we're talking about, we shot a series of sketches, really short sketches called Fumbi Talks. Um, you can find them on Fumbi's Instagram page. Yes. At Fumbi on Mataya on Instagram. Thank you! <laughs> at Fumbi <laughs> on Twitter. And uh, yo, I'm at Ola the Comedian on Anything. That's on Neighborhood. That's, that's on Crip. On, that's on. Uh, that's, that's on, on Success. Crime, crime Show Counselors. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's inspirational porn. <laughs> That's on rich dad, <laughs> rich dad, porn dad. That's on. Uh, <laughs> that's on. Anything. That's funny. I, rich dad, porn dad. I'm gonna use that. <laughs> All right, man. Guys, stay blessed, man. Peace. All right, peace.